You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Back in the 70s, a lot of work with inner child that came flooding through many people simultaneously. I guess I guess John Bradshaw in the end was probably the name most known for it. And actually during that time, Keith was one of the many that this information was brought through to. He was one of the pioneers. And uh, we're actually preparing to put together some CDs, one of which is going to focus on inner child, so Keith spent all day preparing for that, and we decided why not share it with you folks uh, because of how important a topic it is. Part of the problem with inner child is people kind of get the idea that they need to do inner child work, and they go ahead and do that, but the problem is, generally speaking, they stop too soon. So that means that the problem never really goes away. It gets better for a little while and then kind of reverts back. So... Today's show is dedicated to inner child, and for any of you who would like to call in uh, with an inner child question tonight, today's your lucky day. Uh, the phone number is 1-800-336-2225, and take her away, Keith. I believe in the 70s when this was implemented, it was the ethereal master inner child teacher. His name is Master Karkinfu. Cute guy. Sweet little guy, little he's, teeny guy. He's huh? a little teeny guy with these little wire rim glasses. He almost sort of looks chi- like a little Chinese guy. And uh, just the sweetest energy and just gentle. And you almost feel like, you know, that he's so wispy that you could just, you know, put your mm-hmm. arm right through him or something. But uh, he is masterful at this and he certainly is helping Keith put this together. And he was there in the 70s, uh, channeling it through a number of people. So, um, um, inner child work is generally birthed out of sweet, tender hearts. Those kind of people, the clients and the therapist or whatnot, usually they have the sweet, tender hearts, I believe, that Kark and Fu first works through. You know, because that's, you, you don't have a gross person doing inner child work or being a psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever and effectively doing anything with the inner child because the inner child trusts the heart, trusts the pure heart most of all. And the inner child will begin to mold itself, be molded by how the people around it are consistently being. So the, the pure your heart, you know, if you have a pure heart, that could be trusted most of all. So generally, the inner child is who you were before it wasn't okay to be yourself when you were growing up. That part stayed dysfunctionally stuck, psychologically unsound, in that unresolved, unhealed rut 
while another part of you grew up and survived. Yet still not healed, still not whole. I believe that your first and primary relationship is supposed to be with yourself. A little deeper into yourself, and there's the inner child. The more and more you go into yourself even further, you begin to realize your own God self, who knows what you're all about, where you're ultimately going, and when and where and how to do what. That's nice to be in touch with that, isn't it? So that's all inside of you. After this has a good, reasonable footing, is an ideal time to begin relationships and intimacy as they will naturally occur. Notice I say after you get somewhere with your inner child and with your higher, truer, deeper God self. You know, the, the true you, you get going with you reasonably good footing, then is an appropriate time to start relationships and intimacy as they are naturally occurring. You then have the stability and perspective to constructively deal with and weather the inevitable ups and downs that automatically come with relationship dynamics. Even if part of you believes it can't be without the other or gets jealous or possessive, you'll be able to center yourself and get a hold of yourself. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. For those of you who have just joined us, we're talking inner child tonight. And for those of you who'd like to call in with an inner child question, please give us a call, 1-800-336-2225. The most common inner child dysfunctional symptom that shows up in adults is in relationship disorders. Like when a well-intended, high-hopes marriage goes bust in a heartbreaking divorce, but you'll find same problems in the relationships before that marriage usually and the same problems in relationships after that marriage. Same core problem in you, in your inner child, in a stuck core dysfunctional pattern. Like a psychological tape replaying the same loop over and over, the same play, the same scenes, just different partners. And this goes on until it's fixed it goes on endlessly. So, you know, it's worth getting that fixed because it's a merry-go-round, ups and downs, and getting hurt and really not wanting to and all Suffering. that. Suffering. Yeah, it, it's just, it doesn't have to be. It takes work, though. You know, anything really valuable seems to take work. <laughs> Don't you just wish. There are people that come into this world and think, you know, the whole thing is to have fun. And they don't realize that it's called the Earth School. <laughs> Whoops. And pleasure and fun is a byproduct of living your life right. You don't get so many uh, out of left field, the left hook that just clocks your plow. You know, so we're learning how to get ahead of the game, get ahead of the curve, and, and get thriving with how life is designed to be. So, are we tired of it enough to change it? Do we even believe anymore that it's possible to change? Is this mess really a lock-on, immovable reflection of me or my situation that I'm in? This always 
relationship that just never gets out of the mud or the struggle? Well, the solution requires you to wholesomely reinvent your childhood and re-raise your inner child from a place of more and more continuous wholeness, continuous caring love, continuous interaction, playing, and inner communicating. The most common failing point in re-raising one's inner child comes from the lack of persistence. Two to six months usually begins to make a lasting impact. More is always better. Mind you, you are called now to give to the needy part of yourself some things that you haven't received for yourself your fair share of. This can build a grudge of resentment if you don't manage it. Love yourself. Love your inner child. Love your inner child. Love yourself. You are each a part of the same soul and in the same person. So what's good for one of you is good for both, and what's good for the other one is good for you. To win, it only works that each one is for both, and both are for each one, or the common phrase basically, all for one and one for all. You are, so to speak, connected at the hip. You need each other. When your inner child is raised sufficiently, there is a core shift, and what organically sprouts from within yourself can be new and better well-functioning relationships, new and better talents, new and better parts of your personality growing, new and better home shifts, career shifts, aptitude increase, new and better desires, social finesse, and fulfillment, etc. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We're talking today about the inner child and how you, too, can work through inner child and begin to get really rich, fulfilling relationships. Uh, if you have an inner child question of your own, give us a call, one 800 This begets a new renaissance of your very essence. Oh my, what a wonderful place in this world you are beginning to be. The thing you got to do first, though, is you got to segregate out of codependency, where there is a clear separation between the adult, adult you and the inner child the person, the child that you were. And um, so the child needs a strong, clear, present uh, parent, not a sympathetic, mushy friend. And that's an important thing. Uh, People dealing with their inner child, you know, you can start capturing your inner child and noticing you got a problem because you're walking along like you're an adult just doing your thing and all of a sudden you're acting you're having severe reactions and it's not coming from who you recognize you are but some part of you is having a real problem with something now if you don't segregate and separate you the adult you with the child issue then the child issue floods you with its emotions and uh, perspective and you can't re-raise him or her you just can't do it effectively 
So you must separate and have a strong, clear parent, not a sympathetic, mushy friend to re-raise your inner child. Also the same with, you know, there's a lot of parents these days trying to be the best friend to their children and uh, lacking a lot of being a parent that has the right boundaries and guidance for the children, even if the children don't like them sometimes. So it's good to be a friend too, but the first thing is you've got to make sure you have your boundaries right uh, out of caring for the child's well-being. There are three primary laws for ultimate effective inner child transformation. Number one is consistency. Like with any child, as you are there for him or her consistently, they are imprinted, grow to trust you, life and themselves, out of that consistent patterning. This develops their beliefs and outlooks about themselves, their capabilities, others, and life in general. Along with their physical needs being met, the most valuable blessing you can bestow upon your children and inner child is your consistent quality example. You are the molder, they are the sponge. They need a good hunk of you at your best, consistently imprinting their lives for now and way into the future it affects. The very best insurance policy they could ever get is done by this. Your example, along with taking care of their physical needs. The second primary law needed for ultimate effective child inner child transformation is caring love. If a child or inner child has no doubt that he or she is loved and taken care of, they can most thoroughly sprout like weeds in every natural, wholesome, and healthy direction. The sense of well-being is profuse as they are not so inhibited with inefficient fears, doubts, illusions, dysfunctions with life. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Talking today about inner child. Be sure to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you want to call in with an inner child question, 1-800-336-2225. 